Hey everybody, my name is Aubrey and you're listening to the Faithful Millennial Podcast where I talk about Jesus, Bible prophecy, and world news in hopes to reconnect the millennials and Gen Z generation back to Jesus Christ. Thank you for being here. Hey everyone, thank you for being here. You're listening to the Faithful Millennial Podcast. I am your host, Aubrey. Um, We have a packed agenda today because we're going to talk about um, not only Bible prophecy, but some current events that have been taking place recently that I thought were kind of the forefront of mind. And I actually had a whole other script written out for a completely different subject. And then on Wednesday, July 26th, the House had a hearing about an alien UFO disclosure. So I thought, well, we need to scrap that, save that for the next episode, because this seems extremely important to talk about. And the urgency of which things are happening are kind of concerning for me. So let's get into it. I want to talk to you about the third temple that is currently being discussed in Jerusalem, the Mark of the Beast technology that's already been rolled out today in 2023, We're going to talk about a cryptocurrency that equals the number 666 in Hebrew Gematria that you need to keep an eye out for. We're going to uncover some more of these alien disclosures and get into what is Project Bluebeam. So quite a busy episode. I'm going to go ahead and get started with talking about first the Temple Institute. So the Temple Institute, what their objective is, it's a group of um, Israelis that are very passionate about making and building a third temple to worship God in Jerusalem. So 2,000 years ago, the second temple was destroyed in 70 AD by the Roman army. And um, since then, Jerusalem and Israel really had not been a nation until the year 1947, when the United Nations declared Israel as a nation. So Israel hasn't had a temple since 2,000 years ago. This is very important to Bible prophecy because Number one, it says in the end times during the seven-year tribulation, even Jesus said himself that the Antichrist would sit in the temple of God and claim himself to be God midway through the seven-year tribulation. So we know that a third temple has to be built in order for Bible prophecy to come to fruition. So why is this important? Number one, the Temple Institute has been in existence since I believe the early 90s. So very important Bible prophecy that we're seeing come to pass. The Temple Institute claims that it will only take them about 18 months to build a new temple. So very fast. Um, One thing that's required for the Temple Institute for them to have a sacrifice is they need a red heifer that is unspotted without blemish. Now, why that's important for sacrifice, if you read in the book of Numbers, chapter 19, verses 1 through 5, The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, This is the ordinance of the law which the Lord has commanded, saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they may bring you a red heifer without blemish, in which there is no defect, and a yoke has never come. You shall give it to Eleazar the priest, that he may take it outside the camp, and it shall be slaughtered before him. Its offal shall be burned, for the water of purification it is for purifying of sin. So why the red heifer is so important is, the uh, I think in Israel, they've only had nine red heifers over the past 2,000, 3,000 years that's been used for animal sacrifice. The Israelis, 
the Hebrews, they believe that the 10th red heifer will be used by the Messiah for sacrifice. So why is that interesting? Well, the red heifers have already been born. So uh, Rabbi Richman, he's a member of the Sanhedrin and also the Temple Institute. He's been heading a project to restore the sacred red heifer to Israel. So this is an article that was written by, I think, the thejewishboys.org. Um, I think a couple months before the red heifers were in Israel, actually. So essentially, they have a project with the Temple Institute that says that they will, um, uh, I think it's, I think that they work with an Israeli cattleman who's an expert in the science of animal husbandry, and they implant the frozen embryo of a red Angus cattle, which originally comes from North America, into an Israeli domestic cattle. So a red heifer cannot be transported to Israel for use in red heifer ceremony because the animal, it cannot have ever worn a yoke before. It must be born in Israel. So I say all that to say the red heifers have already been born. Right now, there's no spot or blemish on them. Now, they have to be at least three years of, of age to be used for sacrifice. I believe right now they're about a year and a half, almost two years old. So that right there tells me we're very close to being used for this to be animal, animal sacrifice for the third temple. So that's a big piece of Bible prophecy right there. So that's, that's a, that's real interesting to me. So next thing I want to touch on is the mark of the beast technology that already exists. What I mean by that. So this is a personal view of mine. I know that in the book of revelation, it says that the mark of the beast will be the number of a man. That number is six, six, six. In my opinion, I feel the mark of the beast could very well be a microchip implanted in your hand or your forehead. Why I stand on that is because we already have Neuralink and microchips already exist to be put in your hand. People already use it in Europe to unlock doors, to be used in the financial payment system. So this technology actually already exists and Neuralink has been approved for human trials, which is already red flag number one. But um, so essentially, the World Economic Forum has a thing that they like to call the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Klaus Schwab is the founder of the World Economic Forum, and he essentially defines the Fourth Industrial Revolution as uh, it's a range of new technologies that are fusing the physical, digital, and biological worlds impacting all disciplines, economies, and industries, even challenging ideas about what it means to be human. So Klaus Schwab wants to merge human beings with technology. This is called transhumanism. One way that they are wanting to roll this out is by trying to implement a universal basic income with a microchip that you can implant in your hand. You don't have to believe me. You can Google this for yourself, but they're offering $2,000 a month if you allow us to put a microchip in your hand, roll out with central bank digital currencies. So this would not only control what you buy, it also puts a dollar value on the things that you own. So this would be a way to easily control the masses. In Revelation chapter 13, verses 11 through 18, I'm just going to read through that briefly, just for people that don't have a background on Bible prophecy or don't really know what the mark of the beast is. Um, this is what it says in the Bible. I saw another beast rising out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb and it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of the first beast in its presence and makes the earth and its inhabitants to worship the first beast. 
So pause right there. What is the first beast? The first beast is referring to the Antichrist. Going to continue. Whose mortal wound was healed. It performs great signs, even making fire come down from heaven to earth in front of people. And by the signs, it is allowed to work in the presence of the beast. It deceives those who dwell on the earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast might speak and cause those who would not worship the image to be slain. It also causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead so that no one might buy or sell save he who has the mark or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who is understanding calculate the number of the beast for that it is the number of a man and his number is 666. So this is, I'm presenting to you in a way that will express to you, they're trying to sell this as if it benefits humanity, like it will make your life easier. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more of the mark of the beast and the number 666, getting into a little bit more information about cryptocurrency. So back in 20, 2020, I became saved. I became a, a born again Christian. I read the Bible from cover to cover and I fully understood, um, you know, the, what the mark of the beast was, what the seven year tribulation was, what that was going to look like. Um, I also became very interested in cryptocurrency from learning this because I, I kind of saw the uh, connected the dots between the two. So there's a coin called XLM Stellar. This coin's purpose is to develop the Stellar open source protocol to allow cross-border monetary transactions. What that means is you can trade currency to currency. So for example, the US dollar to a Euro via this blockchain technology. So this is gonna be very popular and I can tell it's gonna be used a lot in the future. So there's a thing called Hebrew Gematria. This involves reading words and sentences as numbers, assigning a numerical instead of a phonetic value to each letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So this is how some scholars interpret the mark of the beast in Revelation chapter 13. So a lot of theologians believe that the number of the mark of the beast can be interpreted by using Hebrew gematria. I owned this coin XLM Stella for about a year. I sold this coin the second that I found this information out. So I'm going to tell you why. Uh, one day I was just on the Hebrew gematria calculator. And you can literally Google Hebrew gematria calculator and it'll pop up. And I typed in XLM Stellar. You know, I was just curious. You know, I was typing in a bunch of names like, you know, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, just to see, you know, their value came out to be 666. Well, XLM Stellar did turn out to be 666. So I looked that up and I immediately transferred all my money out of that coin. And I said, nope, I want nothing to do with this. Get this off my hands. So uh, be, be warned people, there's already the technology for the mark of the beast. In my personal opinion, again, I feel it could be a chip, a microchip that controls the monetary system, how we spend our money. It, it will monitor where you spend your money. They can cut you off if they want to. Um, the mark of the beast essentially controls buying or selling. So you can't buy or sell anything during the seven year tribulation. Um, at least during the last half of the three and a half years, without the mark of the beast. Well, how are they going to do that? They have to have one currency, one world currency. Everyone has to be on the same thing, which is why I feel XLM Stellar is so important, because what does it do? It translates one currency to another. 
so that the monetary value doesn't lose its value during that process. So keep an eye out on that. The next thing I want to talk about is alien disclosures. So on July 26th, the House held a hearing on the subject matter of aliens and UFOs. Specifically, they stated that they have uncovered alien bodies, or what they called it was non-human beings. Uh, non-human biologics, excuse me. And I can I can just see it now. I, you see a, a kite or a weather balloon crash in the desert and uh, military goes out to investigate. And I just picture two guys just being like, weren't we supposed to have an alien invasion this year? Yeah, yeah, we were. Well, should we take this back to the UN and tell them it was a you know, a UAP. And then the UN is like, well, did it come with any, any bodies inside? Were there any, you know, aliens in there? They're like, well, some worms were stuck to the bottom of it. I mean, you know, no, no aliens. Great. We're going to call that non-human biologics. But anyway, that's just a thing that I thought of. It was kind of funny, but um, here's my personal opinion that nobody asked for. Aliens, are not extraterrestrial beings. They're actually demons. They're fallen angels who exist on another plane that we don't have the senses to see outside of our usual five senses. So I know that sounds crazy, but believe it or not, a lot of biblical uh, biblical believing Christians do hold that same value, that same view on the subject matter of aliens. Um, now, why would the government disclose this now? Well, I'm a believer in what Christianity refers to as the rapture. If you're not familiar with the rapture, it's something that it's an event on the next biblical timeline. So the, the timeline goes like this. So the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ happened 2000 years ago. There's a thing in the Bible called the church age. It's the age of grace, the time between when Christ rose from the dead until the rapture takes place. And then begins the seven-year tribulation, and then begins the return of Jesus Christ. The rapture is something that Christians have debated for centuries. Here are some scripture verses of what I'm referring to when I say the rapture. Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 3, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again to take you to receive you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. So uh, the church will be with Christ in heaven for the seven years during this tribulation period. We are his bride. He is our groom. He will go to take us to be with him. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 10, Jesus tells his disciple John to write to the church of Philadelphia. Jesus says, since you have kept my command to endure, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come upon the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. Again, referring to the seven-year tribulation period, Jesus is saying to the church, if you endure and keep the faith, I will keep you from the trial that will come, acro come across the whole earth. Mark chapter 13, verse 32, Jesus states, Of that day and hour knows no man, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. This is the verse that makes me feel the rapture is a pre-tribulational rapture. Because how can you know the day and the hour if you feel that the tribulation is in the middle, well, you can't have that in the middle of the tribulation because, you know, the tribulation is seven years. The rapture, if it were to take place in three and a half years in the middle of that tribulation, well, you know when the rapture is going to be. So that, that scrap that, uh, it's not going to be at the end of the tribulation because why would we go up just to come back down to fight at the Battle of Armageddon? That also makes no sense. 
In Philippians chapter 3, verse 21, the Apostle Paul writes to the Church of Philippi, By the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Most notably, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18, the Apostle Paul writes, The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then those of us who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we will forever be with the Lord. So I say all that just to say that's my biblical stance on the rapture. It's a huge debate with Christians and it shouldn't be, but luckily it's not a salvation issue. So if you believe in Christ, whether or not you believe in the rapture, that's up to you. I'm telling you what I believe and why I think that these alien disclosures are coming out now. I feel the rapture is imminent, and I feel that this is a way that the government is going to explain away how all these people disappeared. So, um, let's see here. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11, this is the scripture that makes me feel that this is a delusion. So, the Apostle Paul writes to Thessalonica, God shall send them a strong delusion so that they should believe a lie. I feel that lie is aliens. That's just me. I know this sounds crazy to people that don't read the Bible. Trust me, I understand. I sound like a lunatic. But I'm just telling you right now, this is um, this is just a little, just a little piece. Just a little piece. Now, there's something called Project Bluebeam. I'm sure many have heard of it. It was originally written by Serge Monast. In, I think, 1994, he wrote a book called Project Bluebeam. So just to give some background on who Serge was, he was a Canadian investigative journalist known as being a Canadian politician slash whistleblower on Project Bluebeam. What this is, it concerns an alleged plot to facilitate a, totali a, to to ooh, that's a tongue twister, totalitarian world government by destroying religions and replacing them with a new age belief system using NASA technology basically holograms in the sky. So Serge was a member of the Social Credit Party of Canada. In the early 90s, he started writing on the theme of the New World Order and secret societies. But in 1994, he published the book Project Bluebeam. By the way, just ordered this book on Amazon. I'm going to read it this week. Hopefully it gives more insight and I can talk more on this subject matter. But essentially, it says that NASA, with the help of the United Nations, is attempting to implement a New Age religion a new world order with the Antichrist at its head and start a new world order via technology simulating the second coming of Christ. Uh, this sounds crazy. And if you don't know what happens after this, you'd probably just brush this off your shoulders and think that this guy is a lunatic. But in 1995 and 96, Manast started stating that he was being hunted by the police and authorities for involvement in networks of prohibited information. He homeschooled his children. His children were taken away from him and made wards of the state in September of 1996. Shortly after that, Serge was arrested, put in jail, and he died the very next day of a heart attack. I'm using air quotes. So, I don't know, guys. He was only 51. I know heart attacks are pretty common nowadays, but timeline just seems real sketch. So this all sounds crazy, but there is uh, a little speech 
that was written by Ronald Reagan. And this was at the United Nations, where he says, basically, you know, if there was an alien invasion, the world wouldn't be so divided. We'd all be, you know, together. We'd all be united if we had an alien invasion. And basically, just take a listen for yourself. In our obsession with antagonisms of the moment, we often forget how much unites all the members of humanity. Perhaps we need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? What? That was Ronald Reagan? Yep. So uh, don't sound as crazy as you think when you get down into the trenches of this. And I have a lot more to say about this. And I'm going to read the book and I'll tell you guys what I think and um, maybe do some more research on this. But I say all that to say the third temple is already in plans to be built. They already have a whole YouTube simulation detailing what the temple's going to look like. They've already got the red heifers. The Mark of the Beast technology already exists. Again, that's my opinion. I think that the chip in your right hand or your forehead could very well be the Mark of the Beast. The Bible says that it's going to be on your right hand or your forehead, so just keep an eye out for stuff like that. Use the spirit of discernment. I know people are going to sign up for it like crazy, but use the spirit of discernment. We've got alien disclosures, new stuff coming out every week from these, quote, unclassified documents. We've got Project Bluebeam that's been, uh, you know, criticized for years. But what are we seeing now? We're seeing a lot of it unfold before our eyes. So that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's what I wanted to cover on this episode is just to get more information on Bible prophecy and things that are coming to fruition in our day to day that I think a lot of people are ignoring and overlooking, especially people that don't have Christ in their life, people that are, you know, just living day by day, not really understanding what the meaning of these things are. So that's the whole purpose of this podcast is just to bring more education to people that I know and love, hopefully reach some hearts that maybe haven't accepted Christ yet. And understanding that there is hope at the end of the day, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Jesus Christ is that light. He's the only thing that can fill any void in your life. Nothing will ever satisfy you the way that Jesus Christ will satisfy your life. So that's all for this episode. I'm going to get into a lot more information next week. We're going to dive more into Project Bluebeam. I'm also going to talk about the topic of how we know Christianity is the true religion. That's a huge subject of debate these days. People don't want to believe it. They want to believe in themselves. Um, Christianity tells you you'll never be good enough and Jesus Christ will only be the one that can fill your void. The um, spirit of Antichrist believes in self. So we're going to talk about that next week, but thank you guys for being here. I just wanted to publish this podcast and reach as many hearts as possible. Um, if you have questions on how to accept Christ into your life, I'm happy to um, talk to anyone on Instagram that might be interested and help guide you through as much as I can. But um, hope you guys have a great week. Stay blessed and stay cool. Bye. Oh, hey, just kidding. Okay.
One more thing I wanted to talk about, and I promise I'm done. I don't know how to edit audio yet, so give me a break, guys. Wanted to talk about Amazon One. If you don't know what this is, Google it. Very important. Amazon One is a payment system offered by Amazon. It is based on biometrics and works by reading the user's palm print. It's used at retailers like Whole Foods Market, Amazon Go, Amazon Go Grocery, and third-party retailers who purchase this tech from Amazon. So it use your, uh, uses your biometric of your hand. Very interesting. Very crazy. Again, Mark of the Beast, y'all. They're desensitizing you to this stuff. Um, but, okay, I promise that's it. Have a great week. Bye.